This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Just for this is benefit, just to catch up on the bits that you might have missed out on. I'm speaking to you from Love to Beat Radio, which is based in Henge High Street here. Um, that if you want to look us up, it's L-O-V-E. D-A-B-E-A-T radio station and I have a weekly show on a Monday 2 till 4 which is 12.30 TWC Business Beat and you'll be able to find us all the W's and 1230.co.uk Our regular listeners will know that we have lunchtime meetings we also have annual conferences we've got our Seaside Day coming up first, um, sorry, 14th of August, and we have a multitude of wonderful, wonderful guests which we convert and put into podcasts that you will find on our website. So, welcome, Karen. This is your second time, I think, coming to the show. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners, both regular and newbies? As you know, I come from the fitness industry originally lockdown hit so that that was down and I just put an online summit had coaches 20 coaches uh giving you know sharing their stories and talking about either the physical the mental or spiritual perspective and I just I thoroughly enjoyed it because I'm genuinely curious as to what they're doing why they're doing it and what's going on and I was offered a show by the owner of McWave Radio back then and I just went with it. it. Had nothing to sell. Had nothing. I was just showing up until I figured out what I wanted to do. And then last year, in September, the owner of the station told me that at the end of the contracts, which were December, that he was giving it up. And did I want it? And I just went with it because I'd had the idea of creating a directory because I thought all my guests. They were all doing different things. They were all serving different segments of society. So I thought, none of you lot are in competition. We should collaborate more. And literally, when the radio station was offered, it just seemed like the perfect fit because now they could have their own slot for their own business building to grow their audience and and sell their online programs or whatever it is they're doing. So perfect fit, timing. Yeah, <clears throat> no, it's brilliant. And I, and I was very glad of the opportunity to come on board, not only to do our weekly show, apart from bank holidays, as you know, um, <clears throat> to do our weekly show Mondays 2 till 4, but also the opportunity that that then, for my guests, can convert to a podcast and is there forever on the website. So, And that happens with your other um people that come on your radio show that they, they also convert to the podcast for them as well don't they yeah sure because like yeah as you said radio it's once it's aired it's gone so the idea was to have almost like well then you've got a backup and people can listen to previous uh, episodes so it just felt like the natural next step I suppose it's all it's all linked up isn't it yeah no absolutely and and it's interesting isn't it because you said about um covid and and lockdown etc it's opened, it's, it's obviously been a very painful time for some people, but it's opened a lot of doors to businesses. And I think not only have people changed their businesses, but also 
they've created businesses that they wouldn't have thought of beforehand and, um, and, and stuff online because we actually can do so much online now. People are awake. We, we started using Zoom in particular a long time ago, pre-COVID, for um, <clears throat> monthly what we call touching base with my hosts who chair our various meetings. Uh, once a month, we were doing Zoom on the freebie um, platform, which was just 45 minutes. And that literally was why, how Touching Base came to be called Touching Base because in the evenings, they were very tight on time, uh, didn't want to be losing their evenings with their families, etc. And so half an hour, 45 minutes worked very well. And if we needed to extend it, we could go back in. But of course, with COVID, everything that we did went online. We had our meetings, our monthly meetings. We then did weekly, just as much as anything, just to support everybody because, uh, I, fortunately, I've got a garden, but not everybody has. And I think our garden saved my sanity, such as it is. <laughs> um, um, and, and I think the fact that you could actually touch base, you knew that there was somebody at the end of the button and on your computer to sort of work did you find that Karen oh totally I mean that that is the issue and I'd like to say yes I don't have a garden so yeah. uh it was uh yeah horrendous hence the decision now to well you know I don't have to work from my flat because I work from home I don't have a garden so you know now I'm going to be an empty nest I may as I'm going to be homeless and then I can go wherever I want <laughs> whenever I want so, yeah, no more winters for me. I'm going to shoot off to sunny, sun, sunny, <laughs> sunny Mexico. Yeah, sunny why, not? why not? And you speak the language as well, don't you? speak? I is it, do. Yeah. I speak Spanish, Spanish yeah. Italian and Portuguese. So, oh, do but, you? So, it, wow. it, it's not, <laughs> so I'm not fluent Spanish these days. It can start It'll in one language back. and then it can turn into another with <laughs> another word thrown in just for good measure because I can't think of it. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll get by, I'll get by. But I think once you're in that environment, when you're seeped in it, it yes, it'll come back yeah, so naturally. I'm sure it will. I'm sure mm. it will. So, so how with your business? What um, I know that that the, the uh, pandemic actually sort of smoothed the way to actually what we were good doing. But what about podcasts? I mean, everybody these days seems to be doing podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. How does it help a business, your business? for example oh well if I, I don't think I'd have a business if I didn't have a podcast to be fair I think for one it obviously you're trying to get your message out there to a wider audience but as we all know people never buy the first time they've been put in front of whatever it is you're offering so it's having a podcast is an opportunity to nurture you know you know if you're doing a weekly episode and you're you're nurturing these you know, they could be potential clients. It's it's not, you could use it and turn it into a sales machine if you wanted to. If you were a course creator, if you had, uh, if you did one-to-one coaching, if you did group coaching, you could actually use your podcast as a lead generation tool, which I know um, many aren't, but they're really missing out on something because people can find them on all sorts of platforms you can even stream it, you know, you can, if you did it in video format, you can stream it onto YouTube, you can stream it into all, all your social media platforms. So it's a massive, massive opportunity to turn the listeners into potential clients, whether you had a book, 
whether you, if you've published a book, then you can promote the book on the back end. If you had any kind of uh, online program, you can send them into your funnel. There's all sorts of ways. And then, of course, you could you could have a donate button. You, there's, you know, buy me a coffee or a PayPal donate button where people could actually um, donate to listen. You could create paid for content. There's all sorts of ways of actually monetizing your podcast. And then as you scale, as you get more listeners, you can just actually make money purely from podcasting, which is obviously the end result. Mm, that sounds exciting. I like the sound of that. That <laughs> sounds really good. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of break. 12.30 TWC, Business Beat Radio, Mondays 2 till 4pm UK time. Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes for and from business women on all the socials www.1230.co.uk at Love to Beat Radio. My next guest is a lady who's beaming with us all the way from America. I'm just going to put my little trusty plug in here. And hopefully she can hear us. Um, Ali, can you hear us? I can hear you, yes. Fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, Ali, would you like to... So, first of all, Ali is the daughter of a lady called uh, Denny Gaskell, who was a member of 1230 many moons ago. And Denny was on the show a couple of weeks ago because single-handedly, she organized the coronation celebrations in her local village. And then she said, you really ought to talk to my daughter, you know. And she pointed me in the direction of what Ali's been doing. So, Ali, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us, tell our listeners actually why and what you've been doing? So, introduction first, please, if you would. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Ali Abarakan. Uh, I'm officially a teacher. I've been teaching 14 years, um, but I'm also the um, founder and CEO of an app called Chaperone, which is um, an app that I designed for teachers um, to make taking students on trips safer, more secure and easier. But how does that actually work? Whereabouts in America are you? I'm saying you're in America. Whereabouts are you? I'm in New York. Oh, right, right in the heart of things then. Well, okay, so yeah. so you said you're a teacher and you created this app. What actually is the purpose of the app? How, how are you technical yourself? Did you do the nuts and bolts? Or so take us from step one through how yeah. it all happened, if you would, please. Of course, of course. So, um, now, I've been teaching for 14 years, and um, you know, one of the things that I always try and do is get my kids out of the classroom. Um, I'm a high school, well, secondary school teacher, I can say that. Uh, I teach physics and design thinking and entrepreneurship, and I'm always trying to get my students out on trips. Um, and it was one particular trip back in 2018 that I, basically I say it's the, um, the catalyst, kind of what inspired this, but it's essentially the trip that broke me. Um, I traveled to Spain with 96 16-year-olds from New wow. York. Um, brave yeah. lady. <laughs> brave lady. <laughs> well, brave is one word. Um, but it was a two-week trip. Um, I was the, the dean of students, so it was my grade. So I was kind of responsible for all 96 students. And I just remember this so clearly. I was on the bus back from JFK back to the school in Brooklyn. 
And I remember looking back at the students and I just thought, like, what an incredible experience that they had just had, this amazing time. And I looked at uh, my colleagues and we'd all aged 10 years. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was there, uh, a shell of a woman thinking, like, oh, God, I'm exhausted, just constantly running around trying to find students, making sure everyone knows where they're supposed to be. Um, and so it was at that point that I started looking, think, well, next time when we do a trip like this, you know, what what can we use? Like, what can my school use to make this easier and uh, safer? And I couldn't find anything. And it absolutely amazed me. I was like, how is there nothing out there for student trips? So I kind of started thinking about this. And to your question, I'm not technical. So I had no idea about, I didn't ever think that I was actually going to make this app. Um, but I kind of started thinking, well, if I was going to make something, what would it look like? And I started kind of drawing around some ideas and talking to my colleagues. And it was at that point, I kind of realized I was onto something. Um, so I didn't know how to do the coding. So I kind of got as far as I possibly could. I drew the screens, which now I know it is called creating a mock-up. I didn't know that when I was doing it because I'm a teacher. I don't know how to make apps. Um, but I didn't know how to make apps. And um, yeah, I ended up creating a very, well, finding some very cheap, very um, like great developers that made a pretty basic, not great version of the app, um, but it was great as kind of a, a prototype. And amazingly, schools started using it. I hadn't been marketing it because I didn't think it was up to the quality that it needed to be. Um, but as I started seeing schools all over the place find it because they were doing the same thing as me as looking, um, I realized I was really had to do something with this. So, um, so, so what, what actually does it do? Is it like a tag on the students or? or? Yes, yeah, so it's based around kind of three needs that teachers have, um, which is communication, logistics and emergency. Um, so communication is the ability to kind of message students. So you can send a big broadcast message to everybody on the trip. Like, hey, the bus is leaving in 10 minutes. Hurry up. Or, you know, looks like it's going to rain this afternoon. Don't forget an umbrella. Um, and you can also send direct messages to students. So essentially like a text message. Um, but this is all done without sharing phone numbers. Like that was one of the things that has been crucial throughout this is when you take students out of the classroom, you need some form of communication, but you can't share phone numbers. Um, right. So you know, Chaperone offers that ability, but it also offers the logistics side. So um, making sure that all the students know where and when they are. There's an itinerary. You can put links to resources. Um, everything is lifetime. So as and when things inevitably change, which they do immediately um, you come up with a plan, something happens and you have to change it and you have to then tell 96 kids about it. Um, and then the final piece is emergency. So, um, you know, so often schools, and we've done it so many times, is you send kids out with a little laminated piece of card of this is the trip leader's number, this is where to go if something happens, this is the address of the hotel, um, and they lose that straight away. Um, but all of that information now is in the app. So it's kind of, Everything, you know, it's like WhatsApp, it's like Google Drive, Google Docs, little kind of pieces of paper that used to have, but all in one central place. Mm. That sounds pretty amazing. And I'm, I can imagine not only that the parents are 
fully on board with all this, but but also that, that it's reassuring for the students to know that that, that just with a touch of a finger or, or a, a stylus or whatever, they can know everything. Exactly. It's really great. It's that kind of, we say it's that added safety net. When you yeah. go out with students, it's an incredible thing to do. It's possibly the best form of education students can get, but it's also full of risk and uncertainty, and you need that line of communication. I actually had a teacher tell me, it felt like, have you seen, you know, um, in like nurseries when the, the little kids go out for a walk and they all put them on a leash and kind of hold their hand? Yeah, the crocodile. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. One of the teachers told me, she was like, it felt like that, but with high schoolers. It was amazing. <laughs> It's absolutely brilliant. And how long um, has this been from the concept, your idea? I'm still reeling over 96 students, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I bet. But you're exhausted still. So from idea to mm-hmm. actually having something on a phone, um, and, and is it only phones that it goes on? I mean, I suppose it could go computer I mean it's technology isn't it It can be on any concept yeah so it's available on iPhones and Androids Um, we our plan is to build a web platform so you can also kind of build the trip all of that on um, your computer but so far it's um, yeah iPhones and Androids yeah so how long um, from the point of your idea your you know your light bulb moment to where you are now how long is that so it was 2018 that I went on that Spain trip um and I would say in 2019 was when I had the first version like the very basic rudimentary version of the app created um and then the end of 2019 that was when I was like I took some investment and kind of found some great developers and basically was ready to launch in March 2020, mm. which is not a good time to launch something based on student travel. No. Um, <laughs> why is it something else happened in March 2020? I think um, so. <laughs> but we, we, weirdly, it was kind of the best thing that could have ever happened to us because it basically gave us a year without having to worry about, you know, sales and marketing, yeah. really double down on the product. Um, I brought in a co-founder as well, another colleague of mine from my school. So it was the two of us now, um, and he's got much more technical experience, mm. kind of really kind of digging down into our foundations. Um, and so that was we kind of basically from September 2021 when slowly trips began to resume again to where we are now. We've nearly got 10,000 users. Um, wow. So that's been kind of from yeah, September 2021. That is amazing. And are they all US-based or, or have you been able to no. pick up internationally? Yeah, it's really cool. They're mostly US-based because that's kind of where I've been, mm. you know, focusing and using, you know, the kind of uh, marketing over here. Mm. Um, but actually schools in the UK are finding us, which is always such a thrill um, when I see a school from the UK reach out. And Australia, I've suddenly been getting loads of quote requests from Australia. Um, which is mad, and Canada as well. Um, but any, basically, you know, any school that does any kind of trip, this is a, a really great tool for them. Absolutely. Um, and more than just schools as well. We've got, you know, uh, youth organisations, summer camps, student travel companies, with anybody who coordinates trips. 
It's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I think I ought to have your autograph now because clearly you're headed for great heights with it's so much, as you say, it, it's the possibilities are endless, aren't they? Yeah, it really is. It's kind of amazing how many different people are interested in this and kind of how much use I I started on, you know, just thinking about it for my own needs as a teacher. Um, and it's kind of taken off. A really big, like, usage case that we're getting is with band directors. Now, I didn't know what a marching band was. You know, I don't think we have bands like they do in America and the UK. So I'm like, oh, what's this? And it's like basically before any American football game, um, they have these huge marching bands of students, you know, with the kind of furry hats and, like, yeah. the big the front rah, rah. Exactly, and they all travel. There's loads of competitions. They travel kind of within the states and outside of states. Um, and I had no idea about this. And then suddenly I'm getting all this um, kind of people using it from bands. And now, like, yeah, we're uh, kind of being held within the band world, which is very, very fun to learn about. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing, isn't it? I mean, we, we've obviously got some members who are associated with schools, but, I mean, it's do please, if you feel it's appropriate, feel free to tag me with anything that you're doing and we can share with our audience as well. And if there's, is there anything particularly that we can do for you to help the spread of this? Um, I mean, spread the word. We're at this stage now where, you know, we're, we're really just focusing on kind of growing. Mm. You know, like I said, we've got almost 10,000 users, which is wild and very, yeah. very exciting. But it's, it's, it's been a journey. And I think at this stage, you know, I'm, I've just gone full time on it. So I, Literally a couple of days ago was my last day of um, school because the school year ended. Um, and so just, yeah, really trying to spread the word, get the word out there um, and get more and more schools and, you know, any organisation that has anything to do with coordinating students. Yeah. Um, that's, that's our main objective at the moment. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I mean, and, and it must be, I mean, yes, it, any business is, is I always think, exciting but also quite scary as well um yeah. and this <laughs> totally new thing that you've got is is awesome i think it's absolutely amazing and i think um and australia seems to pop up all my not all my guests but a lot of my guests um who have international reach australia pops up all over the place um they seem to be very tuned in with so many things and 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 i'm not surprised that they've picked up on what you're doing, Ali. Yeah, thank you. It's I've, like I can't quite believe I've got all these countries, you know, all over the world using it. It's a very bizarre kind of grounding moment to think about an idea that I had to now see, you know, it's fun that one of the schools in Australia is going to be using it on a trip to New York, um, which is quite fun to know they're coming here with it. Yeah, no, I think. And so um, are you able to share with us, I mean, yes, okay, your marketing, etc. Um, uh, is, is there any next stage, next step in terms of what you're doing, in terms of the growth? Are you adding to the program, the app? It's, do you call it an app or a program? Yeah, an app. Um, yeah, so we are definitely, this next year, I'm so institutionalized as a teacher when I say next year, I mean September. Um, this next academic year, um, I think it's going to be a big one for us. It's really going to see kind of how much teeth this has got because I'll be full time. Like so far, I've been building this 
um, you know, I was teaching part-time, I, so I haven't been full-time teaching for the last couple of years, but it's still always a real challenge. Oh, I've lost you. Where have you gone? Can't hear you, Ali. Don't know what happened there. Um, you know, juggling more investment and really be able to grow this to the, the next stage. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think it's really exciting and I hope that um, we can invite you back on the radio in, in, the, in a few months time to see how things are progressing and um, how do people actually find the app and find you to find out more? Yeah, so, um, so the app is called Chaperone, which is a great name when you see it because I've spelt Chaperone with the word app in it. So, like, when you see the logo, when you see the website, when you see it written, you're like, oh, brilliant, I can see the word app in Chaperone. What a great idea, it's an app for Chaperone. <laughs> when you're explaining to people, well, it's called Chaperone, but it's spelled incorrectly, but I did that on purpose. It's spelled C-H-A-P-P-E-R-O-N-E, and it's not the best name. So, um, yeah, it's that's how you find it. Um, the website is GoChaperone. Sorry, just interrupting you there. I know you're saying that you don't think it is the best name in that sense. I think it is because you had a very sound reason for giving it that name. And if people don't get it, that's not a problem because it gives you the opportunity yeah. to open the doors and explain it. And then it goes, yeah, and people won't forget. Yeah, that's true. I like that. The only thing that I worry is when you sometimes search on Google for chaperone, it goes, didn't you spelt it incorrectly? Didn't you mean this? And then yeah. it changes this extra chaperone. You're like, no, come on. I, I meant this amazing app that I'm trying to find. <laughs> uh, but it's cool. Like if you search, you know, app for field trips or student trip app, um, it comes up. It's, really? you know, it's not really out there. So that's it. That's the, that's the foolproof way of finding it. 12.30 TWC Business Beat Radio Mondays 2 till 4pm UK time Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes For and from business women On all the socials www.1230.co.uk At Love to Beat Radio Thank you so much I'm really excited for you um, Well done in everything that, uh, that you're doing so once more, just how people will find you. Yes, yeah, so and the website's gochaperone.com, spelt with the word app in there for chaperone, um, or just search field trip app for teachers or student trip app, um, and you'll find us. Yeah, great, because obviously the search engines are picking it up, which is a really good thing. And um, I look forward, thank you so much for your time today, um, and I look forward to finding out what you're doing in a couple of months' time. I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Ellie. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Wow. And um, what an exciting program we've had so far. If you haven't had the opportunity to listen to all of it, do catch up with us next week. That's not this Friday. It's the following Friday. On our podcast, you'll be able to find out about the wonderful app that Ali has created to keep students safe, to not only do the teachers know or the organisations, any organisation that organise events can put their programmes up there So um, and to last minute things. So it's in the moment to with this particular app, which is called Chaperone. And as she explained, it's got AP in the, an extra AP in the middle because it is an app. Um, 
So do watch this space to find out what's happening there with that. I nearly forgot. Don't forget, Bromley, 12.30 TWC, Bromley on Wednesday, 12 o'clock in Texas Jacks. We'll have a meeting there in person, which is followed then by a virtual meeting with America. So with the big website and network over there. So that will be exciting as well. So don't forget, 12.30 on Wednesday, 12.30 TWC, Bromley. Thank you all to my listeners, my regular listeners, new listeners. Uh, I will be here next Monday, 2 to 4. And don't forget that the podcast of the show, if you missed anything or you want to catch up on anything, is always on 12.30, the women's website. So that's all the W's, 1230.co.uk. Have a look at the navigation bar. You'll find podcasts there. And you'll be able to catch up with everything. And as a reminder as well, if you missed it completely. So thank you to my wonderful guests, to Ali and to Karen, sharing all your exciting news with us. And have a great week. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio.